0: Hello and welcome to the Simply Podcast. I'm Aish, Content Executive here at Simply. And I'm Rose, Event and Production Coordinator. Who do we have with us today, Aish? For this episode of Women in Comms, we have Himangani Khanna, who is the Global Head of People Engagement at Epidemic Sound. Himangani is a champion of comms with experience supervising executive corporate and department communications. Prior to Epidemic Sound, she worked as a strategic PR consultant for the London-based agency The Crowd and I, where she managed clients in the tech scale-up sector. Let's get right into it. Welcome to Women in Comms, Himi. Uh, To begin with, do you mind telling us a little bit about you and your background?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, So my name's Magni, and I'm uh, currently living in Stockholm, Sweden. Um, I'm originally Indian, but I've lived all over the world. Um, You're, you know, classic third culture child. Um, I went to university and started my career in PR and comms um, in London, and I worked for a small boutique agency uh, with uh, where we worked with many challenger brands. Um, and that's where I met um, Epidemic Sound, which is where I work now and I have been for the past five years.
0: So you started your career in PR before transitioning to IC in 2019 with Epidemic Sound. What was it that piqued your interest in IC?
1: So I started my career at Epidemic Sound as a PR manager. Um, I focused mostly on media relations and thought leadership for our CEO, uh, which was super fun. This was the first time that I worked in-house at a company. Um, I've always been at agencies before and I absolutely loved, um, you know, fell in love actually with the culture at Epidemic and all the people. Um, but I also saw that there was room for improvement when it came to, you know, how the com- how the company communicated internally and um, there was so much good stuff going on, great things to update on. Um, but there weren't the right channels, the right messaging or the right formats for it. Um, so it all started with this internal newsletter. Uh, it was called Drop the Mic. Um, and I would physically actually go to every team and sit down with them. This was when we were a lot smaller than we are now. Um, and in one building. Um, and I would go to them and say, what have you done this month? Is there anything you wanna share? And I would put together this roundup uh, once a month. Um, and the rest is history, you know, from there, I also organized uh, a conference for all our employees, um, created some channels, you know, managed them, uh, revamped our all hands. And yeah, that's, that's kind of how internal comms started at Epidemic Sound.
0: So you are the Global Head of People Engagement uh, at Epidemic Sound, so what are some of your learnings from your role there?
1: So Epidemic Sound is a scale-up, so the needs change on a constant basis. Um, So there was an opportunity to move from IC uh, into what is now People Engagement, and what we do at People Engagement is, you know, make sure that people want to come work at Epidemic, and create an employee experience that is unique uh, to Epidemic Sound, which is basically fostering the amazing culture that we have here. Um, I've been in this role for over a year now. Um, I think my biggest learning, which also applies to IC professionals and what I felt in my IC role as well, is that uh, being an internal role, you are constantly surrounded by your clients, um, i.e. the employees that work at the company, Uh, As soon as you walk into the door, around the lunch table, in meetings. Um, So, you know, you don't have an external job where, uh, let's say you're a salesperson and you have some touch points throughout the day where you're speaking to your clients. Um, I'm constantly surrounded by it. So my biggest learning has been to protect my energy and the feedback channels. And that sometimes it's okay for me to just be an employee. Um, And sometimes it's great to kind of hear the feedback uh, throughout the day and and things like that.
0: Can you tell us about any interesting projects in the pipeline or that you've been working on recently?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'll share kind of you know one in the past, one current, and one future. Um, so in the past, I would say I've been in this role for a year, and that the big focus has been building the team, um, creating a strategy, and as well creating a plan. So um, when we first started people engagement we really wanted to make sure it was strategic and linked to the business um, and make sure that our culture is coming through um, and it's not just any company's culture but epidemics culture um so i did a lot of work with making sure it was attached to the brand attached to our company goals um, but then also making sure i was hiring the right um, skill sets with, within the team Um, And building kind of, you know, various different structures and processes. Um, But it all came down to kind of our press play plan, which is basically um, our activation schedule uh, for employees. So employees know what's coming up, what can they engage with, whether it's a speaker session, whether it's an after work. Um, So really building that from scratch has been the biggest focus the last year. Um, what's currently that I'm working on is we are launching our people promise, um, which is basically our, you know, our promise to our employees, um, also known as EVP sometimes. Um, and that's been really fun. This is the first time that Epidemic has um, a people promise. So it's been great launching that. Uh, we actually launched it, soft launched it at our summer party this year. Uh, We're now externally showcasing, you know, what it's like to work at Epidemic Sound, because previously it was very much word of mouth, you know, um, people sharing their experiences at working at Epidemic Sound, but now, you know, we really want to be out and loud and proud about what it's like to work here. And then a project that's coming up is um, something that we're calling Synergy Week, Um, and it's our week dedicated to diversity, equity and inclusion. Um, I'm working with various different employee resource groups within the company to build really engaging content for a week. Um, I'm also the co-leader for the employee resource group um, for people of color, um, so I'm um, you know doing both hats in that, and it's it's going to be really fun and exciting, and it's the first time that Epidemic Sound is dedicating a whole week um, to DEI. Um, so yeah, that's really exciting. DEI is definitely
0: a topic that is super, super important and um, yeah, it's great to see that you guys are uh, dedicating an entire week to it.
1: Yeah, it's super fun.
0: So you recently spoke at Engage about how to deliberately design an employee experience that reinforces your external brand. Can you tell us a bit about that, please?
1: Yeah, definitely. So that session was all about um, how to basically map everything that you're doing to your brand and especially when it comes to your employee experience. Uh, when I want people to join Epidemic, I want them to feel that they're getting a very epidemicified um, employee experience. Uh, they shouldn't feel like they're at another company. So how you do that is you map it to your brand, your company goals, other things that are going on within the business. So in the session, I, I basically talk about how I map that through and created some key focus areas that my team works in. And that is really true to what Epidemic is. Great, Um,
0: so what are some of the things you wish you knew about a career in comms before you started?
1: Yeah, this is a great question. Um, The first thing I wrote is that that there is even comms (laughs) because I I studied PR, Um, it was very PR heavy and it focused a lot on media relations and things like that and i actually kind of didn't realize that i was in a wider net of communications um so showing that you know there are skills that go beyond let's say the classic pr roles um that you can and you can still be in comms and do various different things um so so that was really interesting for me and that um another thing that i wish i knew but you know it also comes with more experience is that, you know, some people in businesses will totally understand comms and some people won't. And that's totally fine. And it's your job to show the impact of comms and go through that journey with them um, and make them advocates for comms.
0: Absolutely. And um, just coming off the back of that. So if you had to give any advice to, you know, people starting out their comms careers, uh, what would your advice be?
1: Absolutely. So my first point would be that uh, to not close yourself off to just the classic comms roles. Um, More and more businesses are looking for that comms skill set and really see the power of it. Um, It's very transferable. You can move to very different roles. Um, For example, you know, I currently sit in the people and culture department. I never thought that was an option for me when I studied PR. Um, at university. So you'll be surprised to see that it actually can open a lot more doors than the, just the classic cons roles. Um, my next piece of advice would be to try both in-house and agency. Uh, I think both of them have pluses and minuses and it's really important to see what works for you. Um, so yeah, definitely give both of them a go and see what works best. And then my last point would be to practice your writing and storytelling skills constantly. Um, this doesn't mean that you need to start a blog tomorrow. Um, but you know, if you want to maybe write a little Instagram post or LinkedIn post or write something in your notes, you know. Um, constantly practicing that muscle of writing and storytelling is just going to make you a better comms professional and it's actually something we're doing every day you know telling a story to your friends or your family writing something on the internet you know make sure to do that actively.
0: Um, so you are a woman of colour um, how do you think that that has changed your comms experience I guess how what are the challenges that you've faced um specifically
1: around that so the challenges that i've faced is wider than just in my comms experience it's you know being a woman of color in the workplace Um, it's getting the opportunities getting your voice heard and really feeling that you belong in the rooms that you are in so you know for anybody who's listening to this who may be um from a minority You know, make sure to find mentors who believe in you and find circles of people who look like you and think like you, because they will be the ones who will be supporting you and giving you opportunities. Um, I think I actually got this podcast opportunity from one of the circles uh, that I'm in.